0: Whoa, fresh life, summer reading, week two. It is an incredible pleasure. Thank you for watching and being a part of it. Hope you still have all your fingers and toes from a safe Fourth of July. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you for taking part in this conversation. We are here this week to talk about this incredible book in unison, and we have the authors. The unfinished story of Jeremy and Adrian Camp. Welcome to Fresh Life. Thank you what guys for being here. You're say? so far away. You yeah. sit next to me. It's social distance. <laughs> Talk about marriage. <laughs> yes. They're being responsible. <laughs> we are. We're being yeah. responsible. You guys are <laughs> such good leaders. You're like, we're not even gonna Would get you near show each other. What yeah, yeah. Like to be married and social yeah.
1: distance. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, this
0: conversation is long overdue. I mean, yeah. we've had yes. moments in green rooms and text yeah. messages, and I know a lot of DMs have happened okay. here yes. in this direction. But it is an incredible joy to get to sit down with you guys.
2: Yeah. We literally for a long time and like why have we not hung out with Jenny and Levi
3: because yeah. you and
0: I have a friendship yeah. that goes back a long time years probably 15 years you were four years ahead of me at Bible college did yep. you know
3: each other then
0: no no because he was yeah. before me four years so basically oh, what he's God. trying to say yeah. is I'm really old
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot older
0: than he is ancient days that? yes, that's yes. about you right that's not no, a worship here. song that's no, not okay. that's oh about, um, no but he was a, I, I knew him because <laughs> he went to the Bible college that I went to ahead of me and he was like so well-known yeah. and such a, um, a legend in in Bible college at CCBC which was not as nice as they showed in that movie by, no, by no, the way no I know That's, no. we'll talk about that later we'll get to that in a minute uh, but, uh, but that was a great moment it was like oh wow look at this majestic campus I mean it was nice with hot springs and whatnot. not no for sure But uh, nothing like what
2: they showed different <laughs> <That's> uh, <absolutely. laughs> movie
0: magic yeah. uh, but anyhow, so I, I've known of you for a long time, and then of course we run in similar circles and yeah. and and events, and we'll randomly in a I'm like, oh my god, you're here too, and, yeah. and we like yeah. so we just start getting caught up, and then it's like you're being taken off to the sound check, and I'm like, ah. Or oh, you got to speak yourself. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the top of a muffin, you know. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyhow, but we're here now, and we are delighted that yeah, not only do so we funny. get out of this conversation, but that our entire church, because. Um, this is a powerful book. Yeah, thank it you. really is. Honestly, thank you. And there's a lot of questions we uh, we have for you guys, but um, I wanted to We're start asking here. Asking your
1: friend, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: okay. I was surprised by this book. I was really? surprised by it because um, I mean I knew it was going to be good. I knew I knew it was going to be like um, helpful for for married couples who read it. And, right. and really honestly, I think this would be an incredible for single yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Our, our heart, I mean, we wanted to incorporate not just the married, but also people that want to prepare themselves for marriage. You know what I mean? Just, and just yeah. relational yeah. things too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, yeah. Overall.
0: Exactly. But it's not just your story, and it's not just like. Hey, here's some nice, light principles to go along. Like, there's theology in <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. There's budgeting resources in here. Yeah. You guys give and are very vulnerable yeah. when it comes That's
1: to... so <laughs> helpful giving stories of, I think, for so many people... Not feeling like they're alone in their struggles, but knowing, okay, they've gone through this, and they've made it through, and they love each other, so there's hope for me, and I think that's so helpful. I think early on in marriage, um, (laughs) it was one of those things where I remember having a really big argument in the very beginning, and literally feeling like, I I can't tell anybody about this, like, I'm so embarrassed, I cannot believe that happened to us, like... yeah just couldn't believe we'd kind of gotten there and then realizing when we did kind of open up and get vulnerable the couples that we were with went, oh my gosh we've done the exact same thing and And just the beauty and vulnerability of going wow we're really in this together and just the struggles and the things that you go through in marriage are not isolated to just us you know what I mean it's things that everybody faces we kind of feel
2: like we're an island sometimes Yeah. yeah if you don't really open up and be transparent you're like we're the only ones. And then right. what happens, and the reason why we wrote the book, well, first of all, it's because we figured out marriage. No, just kidding. Yes, no. Right. Really. <laughs> You've heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so if you all the All
0: the answers. All the
2: answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out, so we're going to write a book. Um, no, it's because it really birthed from a lot of friends that we knew that had gotten divorced. Yeah. And you, know, you guys are at
0: 16 years? Yeah, it'll be no, 17 marriage. years. 17 coming years coming of marriage. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so, you know, you see all these friends that they come to us to the point where. It's, it's almost too late. They've made up their mind. So they come to you and they ask, hey, we're struggling. But they've already made up their mind. Right. They don't really want to know what you have to say. They don't really want to talk about it. They just want to act like that they did the right thing. They need okay. to check the box of
0: SOC counsel.
2: That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Completely. Yeah. And so yeah. their heart was already in the place of saying, I'm done with this person. And so, you know, this is for us going, how can we have a tool to prepare people that are either in that spot? Because it's never too late. I always tell people it's never too late. Yeah. God can break through the hardest of hearts, you know what I mean? And so the Holy Spirit can penetrate all those things. Mm -hmm. And so it could be for that or those who just have a good marriage that want to continue to learn or going through and realizing they're on an island or those who are are single and going, how do I prepare myself in a relationship? And I think that that is why we felt so compelled to do this Mm -hmm. because of the the, really the detriment of of marriages in our society, how the enemy is trying to take those things down, the establishment of marriage in a major way, because that really is such a beautiful picture of Jesus, yeah. you yeah. know, and the bride. Yeah. And so um, it was It was good. At first I was going, are we doing an okay thing writing a marriage book? Are we going to have a really hard struggle? It's like the pastor, <laughs> the pastor never wants
0: to do a series on Job. You know what I mean? Right. He's going to stay yeah. in patient. suicide. Yeah. You'll never hear me <laughs> doing a <laughs> patient series. You know, it's yeah. just not going to happen. Exactly. You know, like everything's going to go wrong that week. But um, talk about the writing process itself. Because two people writing together, mm-hmm. going back and right. forth, did was that a challenge how did you approach that did you write your stuff there or did you actually sit down at the at the you know the way i did that was like a typewriter (laughs) were you at the typewriter together
1: we did we we did a couple times sit down and write some stuff together um but we a lot of the times i mean i kind of if i may say this i spearheaded a lot of the writing because jeremy was really busy so it was Mm. more kind of like okay Here's the. I sat down with the girl that co-wrote it with us, and she just sort of gave us an outline. Okay, I need 500 (laughs) words from you here. I need you know thousand here, whatever it is. And so we would sit down. So I would write a lot of stuff, and then sit down and say, okay, here's the next topic. This is where we are in the book. Tackle this. You know, so he's sitting on the plane, typing out all of his stuff, and then sending it back to me and editing kind of that stuff. And then there were a couple times that we did actually sit down together. And say, okay, what do you think about this? This wording.
2: I mean, we would definitely yeah. read through each other's thing and make sure yeah. that and let's add this or take that yeah. away. Yeah. But it was. And
1: then, are you okay that I'm being, being this honest? Bible? Bible? You know, being okay. about you. So that
0: was the thing. Like, there was maybe seven times as I read it, Yeah. where I I read it in two sessions, and there was maybe seven times when I, I wasn't bragging. Uh, they could have been five <laughs> hour long sessions. But I go, I went. I can't believe you shared that. Yeah. yeah. And I think for for people in our church who read this. And, and our online family, you're you're going to read this and go, like, you see Jeremy on the stage. You know, what? you're performing around the world, getting Grammy nominations, and you've had an incredible career in Benjamin in solo. And this is, for you, old hat. You've written a lot of books. You've written... We have yeah. books in our house that you've written, like children's books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do those count? Don't be like, <laughs> 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 well, they, they, do. they do count. We have the kids' books. Well, they matter to Jesus, Adrian. All right, so. actually um, just
1: read it to our girls the other night, and it's one of their favorites. <laughs> oh, plug it. It's so sweet. It's called Even Me, but yeah, please tell us. So we wrote oh. it, and um, Jeremy took the girls on a mission trip about three years ago. Yeah. And while we were there. To Yeah, Yeah, you talked about that. And while we were there. How are your girls? They were, they're now 14 and 15. Oh my gosh. At the time, they were 12
2: and 11. Yeah. And
1: so, but when, while they were there, so many people came up to me and just said, I can't believe you're letting your kids go on a mission trip. Aren't you scared? And just all of these questions, aren't you fearful? Aren't you afraid? And all of a sudden I just thought, how cool would it be to write a children's book from the girls' perspective? Because I just was kind of praying, going, Holy Spirit, our family gets to do so many different things. Mm. So how can we have a voice into just different areas you know so we sat down I told the girls I was like journal every night no matter even if you feel tired just journal every night and so they would come home and so we put together this children's book written from their perspective and even in it it talks about being afraid but just going you know that at the end of the day just realizing it doesn't matter how old you are doesn't matter your skin color what background you come from that that guy can use your life you know and I think that that's an important message yeah. for Absolutely. young kids especially in our generation. I've gone. There's so many things, so many setbacks. The guy can use you yes. at a young age. Yeah. You know? Anyway, it's so. So, well, so. What I'm saying is, I you know,
0: it. as an established <laughs> author <Thank> and, you. <laughs> and a, you guys an, an incredible career in the music industry, but for people who have seen you in front of thousands, then to read this, they're going to go like, "Oh my goodness!" There's yeah. there's such this open brokenness yeah. there's a struggle yeah the flip-flop in the weather story that when you went off in the fight and oh, you totally. tried to blow i mean yes i, I laughed so hard <laughs> tell that story just briefly because or maybe you'll have to read it but i mean
1: oh, no, we, we you go, guys go. are very
0: open you know about yeah. fights well
1: the openness again is just going that's real that yes. like, that is real yeah. life and if we're not talking real stuff how can jesus read us, read yeah, us yeah. in our real places wow. if we just put up all these facades you We're know, letting dis- you dis- in that dis- This yeah. is yeah. not your
0: lacquered mess. account. No, no, no. Not yeah. at all. you're letting and people so so into the mess yeah, yeah. It, it is. is. Awesome.
1: So and, Jeremy- and not just laying out
2: dirty laundry. Because sometimes people just <laughs> no. lay out dirty laundry and no. say, "Yeah, we just struggle." It's like it's saying, "This is what we struggle with. This is what God has taught us through." You you know, know, that it's almost true. like you're
0: showing your math. You know, showing yeah. your work of how you've gotten to where you absolutely,
1: So Jeremy and I had a massive fight. It was probably up until this point in our marriage. Well, no, but I mean, it was like the biggest fight we'd we'd ever had. And I mean, we're full on yelling at each other, all of that stuff. And so. um,
0: And very different fighting styles. Very different fighting
1: styles. So I grew up in a very passionate family. You want to figure this out, you know, quite vocal. Jeremy's family he grew up they they don't talk about anything like sweep it under the rug everything's fine and if they did have a disagreement it's behind closed doors there's not a lot of like let's sit down and hash this out you know it's rather like okay that didn't happen you know and so in my family literally polar opposite so we have this argument and i'm like okay gloves on let's go (laughs) and he is wanting to bail which for me in that moment felt like he was bailing on me like I didn't quite figure out at that moment that it was just sort of an emotional thing and on the situation like hey I need time to process so as he's telling me like this is enough I'm going oh no it's not
2: yeah and I'm a processor yeah I need time to actually think about it totally
1: and so we start this argument and um then he decides to go so I decide I'm going to stop him from going. So I literally, which <laughs> seems like it's a reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So I'm obviously the fight in the fight or flight, right? So I like block the doorway, literally block the doorway, and Jeremy just grabs me and moves me I out just the just Picked way. her up and moved we out. Yeah, she's like, "This is not happening." <laughs> yeah, like, right now. Nope. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I'm off. Yeah.
1: So that he he runs out and he grabs the car keys. And um so then I decided well, fine, I'm gonna hop in the front seat. So I jump into the front seat while he's in the car. <laughs> so then he runs up and grabs the other set of car keys. So we're like playing this full on oh, cool. house game. And I mean it is like we can laugh about it now, but we were mad, oh, yeah. both of us. And tension is high. Book about blood's Whole thing. So <laughs> then he gets so mad because I think I've outsmarted him. Because I'm like ha, I'm going to get in the car. Each
2: car he goes in, you're not going to be able to get into without me. You
1: know? <laughs> anyway, so eventually he gets so mad, he just grabs the car keys and just throws them and storms out the house. All of that to say, it was like 30 degrees outside or whatever. And so I had freezing.
0: a t-shirt in short oh. and flip-flops. flip-flops. And yeah. flip-flops. And I was like... That was the part that made me laugh so hard. It's like you storm <laughs> off in the snow, totally basically, it's freezing
1: in outside. He's marching down the street, and then all of a sudden, he leaves, and I'm sitting all... That's like, just sitting on the top yep. of the steps, actually, in our garage, and I just was like, oh, my gosh, what have I done? Mm. I pushed him to this point, you know what I mean? And, I mean, not to say that he wasn't at fault, but just realizing I it's like you realize in those moments that you have the ability to bring out the absolute worst in each other. Yeah, right. And I think totally. that that is in a sense, the beauty of marriage because there's this incredible vulnerability. It's not the same relationship as you have with your kids, mm-hmm. you know, that it's like, wow, I really have in a sense this power to bring out either the best in you or the worst in you. we yeah. really are a team in this, you know, um, and anyway Jeremy called his manager actually I don't know if this part is in the book he called his manager to come pick him up and that's said, so cool no way bro <laughs> I am going to
2: call her to come pick me up yeah yeah I was like,
1: well was did there. you have kids at the time yeah. did kids the kid the was, the two girls pretty were sleeping yeah. yeah and then, um, then he realized well I can't go check myself into a local hotel because they'll they'll recognize me because the community in Franklin's yeah, pretty that'd yeah it'd be kind of awkward
2: why is Jeremy staying in a hotel man? yeah it was just like he you know, just like, like, got oh gosh you know, a pulled out couch <laughs>
0: network game <laughs> yeah
1: Anyway, and then at that moment, I knew that he was mad, and I thought, I don't even know if he's going to soften at any point, but I just texted him and I just said I'm so sorry because mm-hmm. instantly the Holy Spirit just convicted me, yeah. you know. Um, and then eventually I kind of waited a little while, and then I think he called me and was like, "Can you come pick me up?"
2: <laughs> yeah, probably four miles down the road. So totally, yeah, yeah it was pretty
1: far. <sighs> Literally, oh. it was yeah. he like, was, was still pretty livid. Yeah. It took a while to have a good conversation. After I think
2: that. the great thing about that, and what we learned through that whole thing, is that you know I need to process. she likes to deal with it, and so we had a compromise. And yeah. the compromise is this: is saying. Okay, please tell me that you'll deal with this at some point. I'm okay with letting you take time and process, but I need to actually know that you're going to take time and work this out. Yeah. Because she doesn't know. Because the way, I, I mean, it could be a, a day, you know, but just that the I days. can, her days, yeah. but let me at least process it. And I promise you that I will talk about it. Yeah. And that's helped massively. Yeah. And the times where I'll say, I'm done. Like right now, I'm done. And, and it's like, okay, okay, yeah. she'll stop. And then we'll talk about it. Yeah. And sometimes... Sometimes because of that, because she'll stop, and even 10 minutes, I'll go, okay, I'm sorry. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and there's times it'll take a while. I think that's the key is just... you're both
0: mean, yielding to each is. other.
2: And you have to have, have time for the Holy Spirit to do a work because when you're in that time, the enemy at that point is just piling on so many things right. yeah. to make the chaos even yeah. more. Yeah. And so if you don't leave room literally for the Holy Spirit to get in there, it just gets volatile. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: So I think, you know, oftentimes we we come to the table just thinking that our perspective is the right one. Right. Because it's what we grew up with. Perhaps it's how I fam- our family pers- perceived things and so when we come into marriage it's like all of a sudden you have somebody that is from a different perhaps family or culture and you can't just hold on to the fact like well my way is the right way you know you have to be open to discussing well there's another view out there he had a different experience you know for instance even with our family and the way they approached um, handling conflict you know what I mean and so just learning to
0: sex money exactly everything everything, you know what I mean and just holidays Yes, oh, oh my goodness, God. totally.
1: Yes. And just not coming with the perspective, like my way's the right way of being open to hear Somebody else is different from me, yeah. you know? And so
2: Yeah, I think, you know, coming along the lines of that is a lot of times we will pray that God change the other person's heart. You know what I mean? Totally. Which is yeah. so just oh opposite of what the Lord tells us to do, yeah. you know? And I think it's saying, God, I change my heart so I can truly... Lead well, That log now so Because it is. Yeah, yeah, it's like I had the big log. So it's it, I think that to me is a key component that people, I mean, I think it's a massive thing, an issue in marriages, and mm-hmm. relationships, whatever. Yeah. It's changed that person. Because really, you know, if God's not changing you, that issue is going to continue to rise back up. You know what that's I mean? Even if that person changes, if you're not truly changing, mm-hmm. the issue's going to continue to stay. Yeah. You have to have a deep work in your own heart. Yes. And so, and I've just, I've learned, you know, one of the things that she told me that's been so good because I think that when you go into marriage, you have this, um, you know, it's this chemistry and, and you know, you think that's going to last forever. Yeah. And then you realize it's chemistry versus commitment. Then yeah. you have a commitment. You're like, I've made a commitment before the Lord. Mm-hmm. When but, you talk in the book about, covenant versus contract it's too tight. which is really 100 that section was phenomenal so yeah. good
1: yeah thank
2: you and i think that that's where you know when when you go into marriage you think okay i'm reaching a point where that person's gonna fulfill all my needs yeah. and i think a lot of people go into marriage with that mindset they you're, lived
1: happily ever yeah or <laughs> yes. or like yes. as long as
2: they fulfill my needs it's all good and then of course when the going gets rough it's like i'm moving on mm-hmm. like you're not yeah. making me happy yeah. so i'm moving sure. on yeah. And she said something to me that was was brilliant, which I use all the time, and it's in the book too. But she goes, you know, honey, I love you. You're the love of my life. God has put us together. And this is like, I'm so thankful to, that we're together. But I don't need you as much as you think I do. And, and I love, And it, you know, and part of I'll give you kind of background. Part of it, she was seeing that I was struggling, trying to, you know, be perfect and do everything right, because I just felt like I was a failure, because I had done so many mistakes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was walking in this guilt, and she was saying that to me to say, hey, and now it doesn't negate my responsibility as a right, husband yeah. to not do, lay my life down as Christ, mm-hmm. lay down His life for the church. It doesn't mean
0: that at all. It just means that she's telling me... I like how you just subtly worked in some song lyrics. Into <laughs> <story>. <laughs> <laughs> I up on it. your
1: totally. <laughs> one audience knows I'm just about. It just the sure. pressure, <laughs> it takes the pressure yeah. off of, of you thinking that she's expecting yeah. perfection and yeah. expecting everything from you. 100%. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: and her saying... Jesus is my number one. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so, I'm telling you guys, mm-hmm. in the key to marriage, and I know we hear it all the time, yeah. but when when you're going, God, you fulfill. I mean, that whole saying that drives me crazy, you complete me, yeah. I don't like that saying yeah. at all. I no. so, love the movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> great movie. But that line yeah. is just, it's unrealistic. It's not real. And I think people that have that mindset will be greatly disappointed yes. every single time. Yeah. And when it gets tough, once again, and we've had many people say, you, you're holding back from my dreams, or you're not making me happy. Mm. And it's such the opposite of really, when you get, get married, it's it's iron sharpens iron. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are two um, fallible people that make mistakes, that are imperfect, that are working together trying to figure this out. Yeah. Right. And we have to realize that too. Yeah. Right. You know?
1: And the flip side of that is I would hate the pressure of Jeremy feeling like I have to do everything to fulfill him. Yeah, same thing. Like I'm just going, oh my gosh, that would be so overwhelming, you know. And so yes. I have to look to Jesus first because of how insecure, you know, we come to the table just fully insecure yes. with all of our junk and baggage. And it's going, I've, I've got a place that I can work out all of those things of my heart with the Lord mm. first, yeah. primarily before I'm a wife or a mom or anything else. Yeah,
2: you know? it's yeah. so beautiful. And I think yeah. it's the thing with even singles too, yes. is going into yes. this... With the right perspective, yeah. you know what I mean. I think it'll really help people get over those humps of, like, this is what to expect. It's like, no, and not in, in no way are we saying, oh, this is what to expect, guys. This yeah. is rough at all. We're saying, man, this has actually been beautiful. It's
0: no, been it's tough. eyes wide open. Yes. You're being honest. 100%. You're not painting yeah. a naive, unrealistic expectation that's going to create disillusionment. Right. Exactly. But you're also being hope filled and saying like hey, we have something beautiful. We yes. have something worth fighting for. Yeah. Yes. This is yeah. something that we, there's there's sweat equity in this, there's yes. beauty, there's conflict equity in this. I'm walking away from this account, just open a new account over here. I've actually taken some time yeah. to accrue interest over here.
1: Absolutely. You know, and there's actually, so you guys
0: are even talking about how now it's like, you know, for you, you made the choice and Jeremy never put it on you to walk away from the career stuff. And, Absolutely. And then you got to, you know, kind of reopen that. Now you're in a season where you're sort of able to say like, what what do you have for me next, guys? Absolutely. And that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I
2: told her the day I was so excited for her because she has she's kind of shut down things you it's know I insane. went to Festival Condeas by the way you, you did? did?
0: I don't remember what it so, was or where but that's the tour you guys met on totally all. also yeah. the photos in this book I was like <laughs> you guys when I saw the balloon gate of Festival Condeas yes. yeah. but some of these um, uh, pictures of you guys I'm like I can't believe you showed all these photos it's so just so
3: early 2000 oh, isn't it? it's really is? I know I'm you, really Aren't get you to glad we didn't you. have social media then <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh i like, i mean
2: my hairstyles there's some uh,
0: great moments oh, my, too. i used to yeah. have these sideburns that came like this and then went like an, at a point <laughs> yeah. I, I love was, the photo of you sitting in your child's car seat in the <laughs> tour like just such relatable moments <laughs> so so it's funny. real yeah, like, yeah it's so real. real yeah okay but we have to at least make this corner a little bit we could talk for hours and we'll have we'll do a full podcast episode yeah. with more yeah, yeah. borders for those who want to hear the rest of it but um when you uh, got married it was for you a second marriage yeah mm-hmm. and you talk about some of the the challenges in in you hearing from the Holy Spirit to move into a relationship where there was a wife previously yes. yeah. and coming along that you're talking to a lot of people with blended families yeah. you know, yeah. stepchildren obviously not every situation is identical but mm-hmm. talk just for a minute about how you know the Lord gave you the grace for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, it's funny. I look back and I just think I, he really did. He gave me the grace to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the key thing that I kept on doing in that season was just going, okay, let me just put myself in somebody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. So even when it came to Jeremy's family was still very much grieving. I mean, it had been a couple years after Melissa had been in heaven, mm-hmm. which isn't that long. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, in some sense, you feel like okay, that's two years, that's okay. But there's still was still a lot of grief as there is, you know. And yeah. I mean, even still, it's like. At any moment, grief can come out of nowhere, yeah. yeah. sneak up yeah. on you, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, and so, common,
0: yeah. Totally,
1: yeah. But I think I just kept on putting, just trying to put myself in everybody else's shoes and just mm-hmm. going, okay, if that was me, how would I feel in this moment? Wow. And instead of letting Melissa be something that was someone I had to live up to or feel insecure about or compete against, I, in a sense, let her become my friend. Just going, yeah. she's another so godly woman who loves Jesus I know Jeremy was totally in love with her. She was totally in love with him. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And mm. I love that. Like, I love that about their story. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want it any other way for them, mm. you know, but instead of it being something where all of a sudden now I have to compete and measure up, i just going, Melissa's my sister in Christ mm. and she can be my friend. You know, it's not, I don't know. They were just...
2: And there's a season, it's a season so of, of just going like... It's touching. You, you have to, like for her, she told me one time, people say, how do you allow Jeremy to talk about this so much and yeah. now a movie that literally is going around the world people just looking at me and my love story with Melissa, yeah. you know? And I think very early on, I mean, of course she's had times of like, okay, yeah, it's a just, little rough yeah, sometimes yeah. Yeah. because they're like, I like how honest you were about that though. That mm-hmm. was really important. Yeah. It's kind of like, Oh, here's so who's, who's this new girl? Because everyone was watching, you know, I wrote a book called I Still Believe and they wrote did a movie and then they're watching this whole thing like, Oh, who's this? You know, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why even the book was, such a great way to describe we've lived life you know what I mean and the story continues and the story continues and it's unfinished but she said she goes it's because I realized that it's not about me it's not about Jeremy and it's not about Melissa it's about Jesus and it's not like a hyper spiritual thing to say she really means that and so because I know that I've lived life with her to know that she feels that she goes my life was actually ministered to by hearing her story mm. and it touched Genius. me and helped yeah. change her and helped kind of give her a hundred of her life
1: it's 100% yeah. she goes
2: why would I want to hold that back from other people hearing that
1: yeah and I just it's mean, about I mean, the kingdom I mean, it totally is it's absolutely about the kingdom and I just think I mean very early on I saw so many people be touched and impacted by Jeremy and Melissa's faith that they had mm. and so I just thought I never want to stand in the way mm. and even if there's moments it's like God meet me in those insecure moments but yes. yes. give me the grace to and the strength to carry this. Because it isn't about us. It really is about Jesus, you yeah. know what I mean? And his presence in our lives. Yeah. And so I never, ever want to be one to stand in the way of that, you know?
2: So well, and, you know, wonderful. Melissa even said, and you, you know, if you heard this quote, I've said this quote for years and they've said it in the movie, but it's like, you know, and she was getting ready to die basically mm-hmm. or found out she had cancer. She said, if one person's life is changed and gives her life to Jesus because of my life or death, whatever, it's all worth it. Mm, yeah. And I think it's the perspective of going, you know, I know where I'm going. I know who I am in Christ. Mm, yes. I'm okay with that. Constance and to Christ. now look and how literally so many people have been ministered to yeah. by that, that's what it's about. You know, <laughs> and so when we have our um, as you guys know, when you have those moments and, and mm-hmm. the difficulties of things, you you go, okay, Lord, like it's the kingdom and it's you know, this this is such a temporary place that we live in. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like I, I actually want to say something like this is, what we live here is, it's a slight momentary affliction. Mm. It's momentary. Yes. It's nothing compared to the weight of glory store for us in heaven. Yes. And so we hold so much on to our time here on earth. And God's saying, this is temporal. Mm-hmm. What I have for you is so beautiful. Yes. And even though it's difficult, it doesn't mean it's not difficult. doesn't mean you're not going to go through trials and tribulations. John, you know, I love the scripture and I quote it all the time. John 16, 33 As I say these things, you will have peace in this world. You will face trials of many kinds. We live in a fallen world, so we're going to have those difficulties. We're going to have trials and tribulations. He actually warns us. He's not like, hey, have fun. And all of a sudden you are surprised by a trial. He said, you're going to have these, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And I think that is the mindset in the midst of these things, Mm -hmm. even in marriage. Like sometimes you're going to have... Trials and tribulations, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. but, but he's
0: overcome yeah. those things. That's right. Him. Yes. Well, Amen. this is powerful. That. I encourage everyone to get this, go through it with your spouse, go mm. through it with a small group, go through it with a friend, go through it. If you're, if you're single, it will actually help you with lots of different things. Yeah. Uh, anxiety comes up in here. There's such and wisdom. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, would you be willing to sing a song? Would that be okay? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, I, would love to. Uh, I know I already already asked you off camera for that. <laughs> we're really excited for your your okay. message to fill our, our hearts and in this book, and we're grateful for your lives. Yeah. So um, we'll wrap it up in a minute, but please do. I mean, in the in the atmosphere of this moment, uh, I'd love to. Can maybe set up what you're going to sing and yeah. So you know, I'm
2: actually going to sing the song "I Still Believe," um, and it was a song that I wrote. Um, it's the title of the movie that, that came out in March, right when the pandemic came out, That's Which okay. everyone should
0: see That's a, <laughs> you know, on all streaming platforms. We watched yes. it as a family. Yes. Fantastic. So Thank beautiful. you all.
2: And it was, it was a exciting, but it was a rough time of that. But I wrote this song a couple of weeks after, um, my wife and Melissa went to be with the Lord. And you know, it was, it was not like all of a sudden I was, Oh, I wrote the song. I'm fine. It was the start of a healing process saying, God, I don't understand this hurts. Does not make sense? but I'm going to trust you. Yeah. It was almost like a declaration of what I needed to say yeah. to move forward. And, you know, I think the the most beautiful thing is to sing this with Adrian now mm-hmm. because she'll sing with me. And I think it's beautiful because, you know, this was at one of the darkest parts of my life saying, God, I don't know what's going to happen. And this hurts really bad, but but I'm going to trust you. And now to have this all happen and ministering together as a couple. And it's it's been insane to see God's hand of faithfulness, you know, and so... Yeah. Even with those that are watching too, whether it be difficulty in marriage or a loss, you know what I mean, whatever that may be, just saying, okay, God, I'm gonna be honest with you. This hurts, it doesn't make sense. And I think he wants honesty, yes. he wants vulnerability because Jesus on the cross said, Why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. He was he even questioned. Yes. It wasn't a sin though. He just said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But then he surrendered. Yes. He said, But into thy hands I commit my spirit. And so, you know, this to me is just saying, I don't understand my whys, but I surrender. I trust you in the midst of that. So... (laughs)
3: Never felt so torn
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. Wow. Well, the book is in unison, and the movies, I still believe, and these two people are beautiful. Yes. Uh, so thank U.S. you. U.S. You guys U.S. are legends, leaders, U.S. and example to many, and, uh, and uh, loved by us. Yes. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, before we close, Jeremy, would you maybe just look into that camera and talk no. to anybody who today watching this... Uh, doesn't have a relationship with Jesus yeah. and, and what that could mean for them in this moment for them to believe for the first time Yeah, you know I think a lot of what we've been talking about really is the fact
2: that a lot of times we look to other things like relationships or whatever it is to fulfill that void that's in our heart and as much as you're going to look you're never going to have the fulfillment besides Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and I think for me you know I've In my life, I even had a walk with the Lord, and I turned my back and tried to search for things in the world that would fulfill me, Mm -hmm. and I found that it left me empty every single time. Mm -hmm. And that's how I made him Lord of my life. Because you can actually believe in Jesus and say, yeah, I believe in this Jesus, but to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, to make him, in a sense, Lord of your life, Mm -hmm. to say, God, I give you my heart, I give you everything, is a whole different thing. So you can have an understanding of who Jesus is, but to know him personally is what will change your life radically. And understanding that we are in, in need of a savior. We've made mistakes. You know, the Bible says that for all have sinned and have fallen short. We've all made mistakes. So we're all in need of a savior because it says the wages of sin or the price of that sin is actually death. And so he's saying, hey, I'm going to show you that by my life, by me coming down, dying on the cross for your sins, here's Jesus doing nothing wrong, showing the ultimate act of love. We think of sometimes relationships between one another as the ultimate act of love. Jesus, no greater love than than him laying down his life Mm. for a friend. The greatest love was an unconditional love of Jesus that said, even though I did nothing wrong. I love you so much that I want to have an intimate relationship with you. And the only way you can do that is to ask for forgiveness. It's very simple. It's saying, Jesus, I need you. I'm sorry for my sin. I've made these mistakes. I'm desperate for you. I've I've tried the things of this world and they've left me empty. Or you may think, man, I'm, I'm okay. I'm a good person. I'm great. It's like, well, actually, we've all sinned. You know, I just said it earlier. We've all made mistakes. Every one of us, we are desperate for Jesus. And I want to encourage you, if you're hurting right now, where we you're saying, I don't need the Lord, we all do desperately. But if you're hurting and saying, I need something to fulfill me or something that's gonna get me through this, it's only gonna be Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as right now, the world is trying to give us so many things to offer us to run to, it's gonna leave you empty. Run to the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Run to his forgiveness. He loves you. If you wanna say, God, I give you my heart. to say, Jesus, right now, I give you my heart. I lay down my life before you. I make you Lord of my life. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross. And then the beautiful thing is, is he rose again. Mm-hmm. He rose again and says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ. If you've given your life to Jesus. It says you are a new creation, Amen. a new creation. Yeah. All the old things that you've done, all those things, it's passed away. It's gone. And behold, all the new has come. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the family. If you said, God, I've given my life to you. And tell somebody. Yeah. I know you guys yeah, have Send those. a
0: text message right text now. text message. 97,000. Put the words Fresh Life. If you've just made that faith decision to say, I believe. What a great weekend. Independence weekend yeah. to, to make that faith yeah. decision. Yeah. Yes. And we want to be able to encourage you. Send you a reading plan to read through the Gospel of John on your phone. Yeah. And be able to talk to you about next steps like water baptism. Getting into a small group. Uh, maybe getting into a group. Going through this book together with a spouse. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, congratulations to everyone who made that decision, Adrian and Jeremy Camp. Thank, thank you. Yeah, we we love, love you guys, guys you. so much. Thank you. Uh, I just want to rub Dude. elbows with you right <laughs> now we're, you know social distancing. We're trying our best. Uh, thank you guys.